Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to the third season of Criminalia. This season, we are exploring the lives and motivations of some of the most notorious imposters throughout history. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. And in this episode, we're going all the way back to England in the 1400s. We're talking about late Middle Ages and the very early beginning of the Renaissance. So to set the scene, Johannes Gutenberg had invented the printing press at this time and had already printed the first Bible. Typical jobs during this period would have been things like blacksmiths, stonemasons, minstrels, weavers, farmers, and tax collectors. I must insert something here that I love that one of the most popular jobs in like 1480 was a tax collector. Listen, you had to finance all that work. I know, uh, right? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I was pleased to see that it popped up on the list because it seems true. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, common foods that people would be eating include a lot of grain-based foods like bread, porridge, and beer. And for most people, men and women alike, tunics were the main fashion statement. It was pretty utilitarian. They were usually made of hemp or coarse wool or linen. Ladies of a certain class, though, and pretty much the class that we're going to be talking about, were wearing gowns with kind of a low waist and a high neckline, made of very thick and rich material, often brocaded with gold. And this is around the time Leonardo da Vinci was painting The Last Supper. This is also the time when Richard, Duke of Gloucester, who you might know better as Richard III, and his brother Edward IV, who was King of England at the time, were both alive and they were both very hungry for power. Specifically, Richard. Richard wanted to be king, and power and murder are plentiful in his story. But we need to talk about him and a few other royals before we can talk about our imposter. So King Edward IV's death was sudden and unexpected. He was just 41 years old at the time. And while no one knows for certain what that cause of death was, the leading theory is that it was from complications of pneumonia. When Edward died, it was not his brother, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, who ascended to the throne. The king had several children, including two sons, Edward, Prince of Wales, and Richard, Duke of York. It was Edward IV's eldest son, the Prince of Wales, who was declared king in 1483. At this point, he was only about 12 or 13 years old. And his brother, Richard, Duke of York, was named his heir presumptive. Let's talk about heir presumptive and what exactly that means. So an heir presumptive is the person first in line to inherit a title, such as king. But they can be displaced by a more eligible heir, such as, say, the birth of a son. The title is not guaranteed like it would be if you were named heir apparent. A modern example of an heir apparent is Charles, Prince of Wales. As the eldest son of Queen Elizabeth II, Prince Charles will, without a doubt, ascend to the British throne. And Prince William, who is Charles' eldest son, will follow his father. And it's just locked in. Heir apparent. On May 19, 1483, Edward, Prince of Wales, was relocated into the Tower of London, which was traditionally where a monarch would live prior to their coronation. It kind of functioned like a palace slash fortress slash prison, which I think is how a lot of people know it as the prison yes. part. <laughs> we'll talk about some of that. And to Edward, things seemed to be moving along smoothly towards his ascension to the throne. About a month later in June, his brother, Richard, Duke of York, joined him at the tower. But just before the big event was supposed to take place, his uncle and guardian, Duke of Gloucester, delayed the coronation, and he delayed it indefinitely. So keep in mind here, though, that the Duke of Gloucester is Uncle Richard. Edward V did reign, though. It was very brief. It was just from April 9th to June 26th, 1483, only 78 days. He was never actually crowned, and his reign was mostly dominated by the influence of his throne-hungry uncle, Richard, Duke of Gloucester. There's a fundamental problem with the setup where, like, the power-hungry person might be in charge of the actual person in power. And usually is. Who is a child. Yes. <laughs> right? So Uncle Richard, not exactly what you might categorize as paternal. <laughs> not even the kind of uncle you might enjoy spending some time with once a year during the holidays. He was the opposite. He kind of had this role in shorthand versions of the story as the evil uncle 
which is kind of earned. He forced Parliament to declare King Edward V and his brother Richard, Duke of York, as born out of wedlock. The argument here was that the marriage between Edward IV and Elizabeth Woodbill, their mother, was invalid due to Edward IV's pre-contract. Pre-contracts. I feel like I'm kind of explaining all these little things today. Uh, if You're Maria Encyclopedia <laughs> today. <laughs> yes. If there was an existing promise of marriage, and in this case, Richard was suggesting that the promise was not made to Elizabeth, then the pre-contract rule would legally void any future marriages. So in making the royal marriage void, it made the boys illegitimate heirs, and they weren't in line for anything. So in this strategic power play, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, seized the throne and became King Richard III. So not coincidentally, this is also the same time when Edward IV's sons were never seen again. They disappeared from the record. And as we mentioned, the boys stayed at a luxury area of the Tower of London before Edward, Prince of Wales's coronation. But remember, also a prison, uh, an execution by beheading there, including that of Anne Boleyn, the second wife of Henry VIII, was not particularly uncommon. So we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. But when we come back, we'll talk about Richard, Duke of York. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, -day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older <laughs> in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their Brilliant Eye Brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie, and it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. 
Your home should be your haven, and everyone wants to feel safe at home. If you travel a lot, it's really important that your home is secure when you're gone and that your pets are also safe. Simply Safe is advanced home security that puts you first. Simply Safe sent me a home security package, and I was really blown away by all the cameras and the quality of them. When I travel, I could check in on my cats anytime, day or night, and I sleep better knowing that once our alarm is set at night, I know that I'll be alerted if anyone tries to enter the house. Simply Safe has been named in U.S. News and World Report's best home security systems for five years running. It's also been ranked best customer service in home security by Newsweek. By partnering with Simply Safe, I've finally gotten real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get an exclusive 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminalia. That's simplysafe s i m p l i s a f e dot com/criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Welcome back to Criminalia. Uh, for anyone who's not a big fan of this time and maybe knows about it already, we're going to start by talking a bit about the princes in the tower. So the story of the two princes in the tower is actually pretty unsettling. Richard Duke of York and his brother, Edward, Prince of Wales, mysteriously disappeared after having been seen taken to the heavily guarded Tower of London. No one saw Edward or Richard again. So imagining the worst, many hoped that the boys had been smuggled out of the tower and whisked away to safety and away from the king. 
Because who wouldn't want to hope that? But no one was actually whisked away to safety. Richard, Duke of Gloucester, became King Richard III in 1483, and very quickly after, Richard, Duke of York, and Edward V had disappeared completely. Because Richard III was feared, uh, everybody knew he was not somebody to mess with, so nobody dared to ask him what had become of the boys. Whether or not Edward and Richard were or were not killed in that tower, historians do agree that Richard III did order the murder of his nephews. Technology, though, during this time wasn't at all like what's available today. So even if you suspected or knew that Richard had killed or ordered the murder of his nephews, it was going to be difficult to prove. There was really no way to work with forensic evidence, and that meant there was no way to conclusively identify anybody, whether it was a royal body or a not royal body, including the two skeletons that were later found in the tower. Famously, William Shakespeare wrote a play about Richard III, and in it he portrayed him as a villain and the most evil and controversial king imaginable. The play, aptly called Richard III, is widely considered to be actually a factual telling of the authentic story of the tyrant king who was killed in battle. Specifically, this was the battle that ended the War of the Roses. So, super fast refresh about the War of the Roses. War of the Roses, bloody civil wars fought over who was going to rule England. That was between the House of York and the House of Lancaster. The War of the Roses lasted decades, between 1455 and 1485. So. King Richard III of the House of York was the last English king to die on the battlefield. And as he was such an unpopular king of England, there were many people who believed that he deserved his fate. On August 22, 1485, at the Battle of Bosworth, Richard III was killed at age 32 by Henry VII of the House of Lancaster. That event marked both the end of the York dynasty, which had ruled for more than 300 years, and the beginning of the Tudor period. The Tudors rose to power as a direct result of Henry VII's victory for the House of Lancaster and his subsequent marriage to Elizabeth of York. That marriage, you could tell, a York and a Lancaster, joined these two houses. The Tudor period lasted for 118 years. So Richard, Duke of York, as you'll remember from before our break that we took, was the second son of King Edward IV and one of the two princes in the tower. And you may have heard of him by the name of Richard of Shrewsbury, Duke of York, probably just Richard. We're going to call him Richard, Duke of York, because that is the title that he seemed to use the most. Plus, there are multiple Richards in this story, so that's a way that we can help keep track of things. Because, wow. Richard III, (laughs) evil Uncle King. Richard, Duke of York. Little kid. Nephew (laughs) that was probably murdered by him. Right. I mean, if Edward was 12 or 13, you know, I mean, these are kids. These are kids. Uncle Uncle Richard, please remember that. So um, at this point in the story, it's assumed that Richard, Duke of York, and his brother Edward, Prince of Wales, had been executed by order of their uncle Richard in 1483. But a man pretending to be Richard, Duke of York, now enters this story. Yeah, you notice we haven't gotten to the imposter yet, but it's time. Uh, We're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when we get back, we will meet that imposter. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's now meet a man named Perkin Warbeck. Upon Richard III's death in 1485, that man, Perkin Warbeck, saw an opportunity. Since there was no firm evidence as to the fate of either of the princes in the tower, what should stop him, Perkin decided, from claiming one of their identities? So he did just that. And he laid claim to the throne of the first Tudor king of England, Henry VII. Because why not? <laughs> During his masquerade, Perkin claimed to be Richard of Shrewsbury, Duke of York, the second son of King Edward IV. He claimed he was one of the princes in the tower and confirmed that Edward, Prince of Wales, his brother, had indeed died in the Tower of London. He, though, was spared from death because of how young he'd been. And he kept his story going. He, he said then he was smuggled into Europe, where he'd been living undercover all these years. There's a lot about Warbeck that we're never going to know. Because, of course, this is hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and some details have been lost through the centuries. Here's what we do know. He was born as Pierre-Jean de Warbeck, who went by Perkin Warbeck, and was the son of Johan de Warbeck, also known as John Warbeck, and Catherine de Ferro in Tournai in 1474. Tournai was, at the time, located in France. Today, of course, borders have shifted a bit, and Tournai is now part of Belgium, very near the French border. Perkin grew up in Antwerp and was working a series of domestic jobs until he was hired by a Breton silk merchant named Pierre Maynot. Maynot brought Perkin to Cork, Ireland, probably around 1491-ish. When people saw Richard modeling Maynot's silks and other works, it was rumored that he was actually a son born out of wedlock to the late George, Duke of Clarence, or, and, and this one will get you, perhaps even... King Richard III. So Richard, Duke of York, stood out, and he stood out as perhaps royalty. So Perkin initially called himself the Earl of Warwick, but there was actually already another person impersonating the Earl of Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> Back off, this is my corner. Such were the times. <laughs> Lambert Simmel was trying to claim the throne of England by pretending to be Edward, Earl of Warwick, nephew of Richard III. Lambert, who was only 10 years old, was, it was presumed, being used by adults seeking to reestablish the House of York's claim to the throne. But there can only be one fake Earl of Warwick, so Perkin shifted instead to claiming that he was the Duke of York. Perkin is like the Highlander of monsters. Very soon after this, Perkin began using the new identity full-time, adopting it during his time in Ireland in November of 1491. The first we hear of Perkin officially claiming to be the son of King Edward IV, though, is when he announced himself as Richard, Duke of York, and the younger of the two princes of the Tower, at the Court of Burgundy. He also began his campaign to take the English throne. So around this time, Perkin decided it was time to up his game and get people in powerful places to identify him as Richard, Duke of York. 
That would, you know, bolster his entire little plan here. And considering there was a Larry Simmel, he needed to do this before other royal impersonators got there first. Invited to Paris shortly after his visit to Ireland, the would-be Richard was recognized as Duke of York by King Charles VIII. That was big. Important people in general, though, were taken in by Perkin as Richard, Duke of York. And it wasn't just the King of France. In May 1494, Maximilian I, the Holy Roman Emperor, recognized Warbeck as the rightful King of England. By February 1495, Sir William Stanley, the Lord Chamberlain, was found guilty of treason and executed for his support of Perkin Warbeck. One of the most influential supporters of the fake Richard, Duke of York, though, was Margaret of York, Duchess of Burgundy. Margaret was the real aunt of the real Richard, but she believed the disappearance-slash-reappearance story that he gave. She gave him the title of the White Rose of England, the symbol of the House of York, and she referred to him as her nephew. With all of this acceptance that he just got, Perkin was feeling pretty successful with his new identity. And there were even many aristocrats promising to aid him in his effort to recover the throne and his inheritance. The news about the Duke of York being alive and found in Flanders didn't reach England until 1493. And they believed it was really him because the Duchess of Burgundy herself identified and acknowledged him as so. A lot of high-ranking men became very interested in this Richard Has Returned story, including noblemen named things such as Lord Fitzwater and Sir Simon Montfort, who were actual people with wonderful monikers, (laughs) and other lords and sirs who openly liked him and really just considered him to be Richard Duke of York. There were also the people, including Sir Robert Clifford and William Barley, who openly referred to Perkin instead, not as the Duke of York, but as the Sham Duke. I really like that. (laughs) Um, So we do need a little bit more context, though, to help understand why powerful royals would back this man and buy into this ruse. There were so many unsettled battles over power and control in Europe at this time. And even for people who maybe didn't believe that Perkin was royal, it was in their interest, too, to destabilize the English government and possibly install a monarch who was loyal to them all in one go. There are historians who believe that both Charles VIII of France and Margaret of Burgundy were using Perkin, actually, to undermine Henry VII. And the Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian's recognition of Perkin Warbeck as King Richard IV could have been devastating if the emperor had been more powerful and able to leverage his influence a little more effectively. Yeah, if any of these people who backed him had had just a little more oomph, yeah. we might be living in a very different history now. <laughs> But throughout all of these machinations, Henry VII was doing his own work to ensure that this pretender did not gain the support that would have been needed to unseat him. The King of England was carefully and quietly through a spy network gathering intelligence and assessing the threat level, as well as identifying people who were not loyal to him. In several cases, acts of attainder were passed in Parliament naming specific people as guilty of conspiracy against the king. This legislation essentially bypassed a trial. It sort of just legally declared a person guilty, and it opened the door for punishment, often execution, 
without all of that pain in the neck legal rambling. Right. Uh, Henry VII, you may surmise, was not messing around with this faux Duke of York situation. Perkin made a number of tries at taking the throne, but he never actually amassed enough power to do it. He tried to land in Kent to march on London in summer of 1495, but the whole thing was really just a poorly planned mess. Warbeck abandoned some of his supporters, too, while he fled to Ireland, which is never a good look for a would-be leader. Similar scenarios played out on subsequent attempts as Perkin gained supporters and then lost them through blunders and just an overall lack of leadership abilities. Yeah, it was like, we're with you, we're with you. Wait, you left? Right, we're not left with you anymore. <laughs> yon, yon, now. After several failed attempts to secure the throne, Perkin sought sanctuary at an abbey in Hampshire before surrendering to Henry's men. When he was taken into custody, Perkin did confess his true identity. He also confessed that he had a wife, Lady Catherine Gordon, who he had married in March of 1497. That was also under the ruse, because her family had approved of that marriage based on the identity he was claiming at the time of Richard, Duke of York. Surprise! <laughs> so, he spent six years pretending to be Richard, Duke of York, and now it had come to an end. Perkin confessed to being an imposter, but because he wasn't a British subject, he couldn't be tried for treason. Initially, Henry VII was fairly lenient with Warbeck. He gave his approval for the pretender to stay at court. He was watched like a hawk, though, but he was still able to live at court. So that's, you know, I mean, that's not too bad. But then he tried to escape. Oh, Perkin. <laughs> it was after that attempt in 1499 when he was put in the stocks and then sent to the Tower of London. He was later executed, but that punishment actually was not for imitating a Yorkist royal. Right. It was for participating in a plot to overthrow King Henry VII in 1497 and for right. conspiring to escape the tower where he had been held for his crimes. Uh, <laughs> don't don't run away from a very comfy house arrest is the lesson, maybe. He was hanged on November 23rd of 1499. And upon his death, his wife, Lady Catherine, was under strict orders of the king to be kept at the palace. And there she became lady-in-waiting for the Queen Elizabeth of York. So, Holly, let's move on to mocktails. Who was your inspiration from this for what you made for us today? Well, so there were a couple things that I took into account here. I was trying to think of things that were very commonly imbibed during this time. Yeah. You'll always see that thing of, like, everybody drank alcohol all the time because the water was dirty. Right. Uh, that's, not, that's not entirely accurate, but... <laughs> People drank alcohol because it's good. <laughs> right. So one of the things that was very common was cider. And so I was thinking something apple as a base might be fun. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, because I'm predictable as all get out, uh, <laughs> since he was nicknamed the White Rose at one point, I was like, well, we have to get some rose flavor involved. I was just going to say when you said that you were predictable, I'm like, oh, here comes the rose petals. <laughs> yes, here come the roses. There are numerous reasons to use the roses here. So yeah. Delicious. Um, yes. Although the rose flavor does not drive the bus in this instance. So hold on, because there's other stuff. So <laughs> I'm calling this the rosy pretender. It starts with five ounces of apple juice. And unless you really love very, very sweet things, go with the lowest sugar option you can find here. Because this does get very sweet in a hurry. 
The next thing you're going to add, and I would put this in a shaker, is one ounce of tart cherry concentrate. This is not hard to find. I literally found it at my local grocery store. Mm -hmm. It's in the juice aisle. And then an ounce of rose syrup. And you're going to shake this like the Dickens because you really want everything to incorporate and for it to get just a little bit frothy. And then that's it. Pour it over a ton of ice because the ice as it melts will also help dilute that sweetness a little bit. And in the shaking, when you're shaking it with ice, that will also help dilute that sweetness. It's very bright and delicious. So um, this is a very good one for summer sipping. Uh, You can just pop your straw right in there. If you want (laughs) to mess around with things, you could put some bitters in here and do something very interesting, I think. Some people that would want to drink a mocktail don't want to touch a bitter, but there are some very good cherry bitters that would be lovely. You could also toss an Angostura in here and just get a different flavor profile that kind of deepens the whole thing. For my drinkers in the crowd, if you want to make this into an alcoholic version, um, I think to retain those flavors, you really want to go with a neutral spirit, which means, you know, vodka, essentially, because otherwise things are going to play with those berry and rose flavors together what happens Mm -hmm. when you sip it is even though it's all been incorporated the flavors hit you kind of in a row so you get apple hard up front with that cherry flavor and then the rose is kind of like at the end goes hello i'm roses um and (laughs) it's it's very very yummy my rose petals talk to me as well like (laughs) yeah is that not how flavors reveal themselves to you hello i'm hello I'm I'm hugging you with deliciousness. (laughs) Yours are very friendly. (laughs) Right. Mine are very friendly because I I love to taste things. Um, And, you know, you kind of can't go wrong with these three. But like I said, it is a very sweet drink if you are doing it with um, apple juice that has like regular sugar levels, even cut. I did one with um, even a pretty reduced sugar level. It was like 40% less sugar. And even that I was like, whoa, that's very sweet. Wow. So find your hippie apple juice that has very little sugar in it. And that's really where you want to go with this one. Tell me the name of it again. It's called the Rosie Pretender. The Rosie Pretender. Uh-huh. Very nice. It's- Everything should taste like roses. It just makes life better. Um, (laughs) I'm sure there are people who do not concur, but that is fine. (laughs) Here's the thing. This is one of those things, too, that's easy to mess with. I would Mm -hmm. stick with that tart cherry concentrate because it really kind of defines the flavor. But outside of that, you could do some really interesting experimenting with different syrup flavors. You could even throw like an orgeat in there and give it an almond flavor, which would also be very interesting. It won't be a rosy pretender anymore, but um, (laughs) it'll be something else. You could definitely do like any of the, the tart fruits, like a a tart apple syrup in there would be great. You could Mm -hmm. do like a mango might do something very interesting. As I always say, substitute stuff out and experiment and find something super yummy for you. It should always be playful and fun. That's the whole point. It should be, right? Right? (laughs) Isn't that that how you're supposed to be living your life? I don't know. That's (laughs) how I live my life. Uh, Thank you again for spending another another podcast with us, listening to us prattle on about history's strange and unusual people. We will be right back here once again next week with another imposter and more hopefully yummy beverages. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 